Hey there, I'm Emlyn Miles Mattingly, your host for the Minority Money Podcast. I'm glad you're here. You know why? Because this is the place you can come to get your weekly finance, family, and fitness motivation, not only to experience success in those areas for yourself, but also to help others in our community achieve greatness too. Super happy that you're on the show with me. So let's jump right in. Welcome to this special edition of the Minority Money Podcast. I am your host, Emlyn Miles Mattingly, founder and president of Gen Next Wealth, a fee-only financial planning and investment firm. So we're bringing you this special episode today because there's been so much talk in the market or just in general. I mean, if you're alive, you were hearing everything about the coronavirus, what it's doing to the market, you're hearing about social distancing, and there's tons of questions around what we are supposed to do, you know, how long this is going to last. And so what I wanted to do for all of you is just bring you some information about the coronavirus, about my thoughts on how important social distancing is, and also what's going on in the market. I think that we hear a lot of stuff and none of the stuff we hear is going to make us feel good. And long as you're okay with that, the certainty of uncertainty, then you're going to be all right. So we'll jump right in and we'll talk about what the coronavirus is. Now, the coronavirus as a whole is not a new virus. When I say as a whole, there has been seven different strands of the coronavirus. And this one is the seventh edition of this virus. As you know, with most viruses, they do have several strands. And so we've heard about some of the other viruses that are in the coronavirus family previously. If you've heard of MERS, that was the Middle Eastern respiratory disease that was spreading. We've heard of SARS. That's also another coronavirus. And what typifies a coronavirus is the shape of the actual virus. It looks like it has little crowns on top of it and not trying to get all deep or philosophical, but crown in Latin is corona. And that's why we call it the coronavirus. COVID-19, the other name that it goes by is because it is a coronavirus and it was found in 2019. So just making it real simple, I like to be spoken to with simplicity. And so I'm trying to make this as simple as possible for all of my listeners. What are some of the key facts that you want to know about the coronavirus? Fact number one, and I'm getting this right off of the CDC website, where you can also, I'll put a link to this in the show notes. So anyone that wants to go back and look at what's going on with the CDC or some of the information that I'm going to be sharing, you will find that information very easily on the website. Fact number one, the disease can make anyone sick regardless of their race. There were some people that were thinking that it wasn't affecting certain races or ethnicities, and that's just not the case. This virus will affect everyone. For the people that are at the most immediate risk, it would be people that are older. I would say 60 is the mark that we've been hearing mostly in the news about anyone 60 or above with underlying health conditions such as diabetes, lung disease, heart disease, run a greater risk of having severe illness from the coronavirus. Now, I say that to say this, younger, healthier people may not have the severe symptoms. According to the CDC, one in six people are having severe sickness related to this virus. Now, I'm going to get into that a little bit. I'll circle back and talk a little bit about that. I want to finish up with these facts. So fact number three, Someone who has completed quarantine and is released from isolation is no longer a risk 
That is a very, very good fact to understand. Realize this. The reason why this social distancing is so important is because after you have your isolation, you no longer pose the risk of getting other people infected. So this is one of the main reasons we're doing this social distancing. The other thing is to keep yourself healthy. You know, we need to wash our hands, try not to touch your face. And and this is so difficult because I think it's just second nature to touch your face, especially, you know, you scratch your eye, you rub your eyes, your nose may itch, you may pick something out of your teeth, whatever it is, those things should not be done until you have washed your hands and make sure you're covering up when you sneeze or cough and then discard the tissue after. Now, there is some new stuff that's coming out saying that this virus may be able to be airborne. So that's going to make it even more important to stay at home. Now, as we go into fact number five, if you do have any of the symptoms of disease, whether it's a cough, fever, shortness of breath, please, please, please seek medical attention as soon as possible. Self-quarantine yourself. Just, you know, stay away from people. And, and let me talk back to that one point that I was making. For most people, the virus will not make them very sick. But the reason why it is so important for us to continue to socially distance ourselves is because you may not get sick, but we are still spreading the disease. And I think about, you know, the grandparents, great grandparents, or just elderly people in, in general. And they need us to be responsible for them because this can be transmitted without knowing you are transmitting it to other people. So it's very important to do that. The numbers with the coronavirus, because we're not testing everyone right now. So there's been some talk about how testing is not readily available for everyone. But I want to give you some of the numbers in this. Globally, as of today, according to John Hopkins, University, there's 183,000 cases globally. Global deaths, there are 7,167 deaths, according to John Hopkins. Now, USK cases are at 4,661, and we've had 85 deaths here. Now, all of this is, I'm getting this off of CNBC, and John Hopkins has been doing a great job of recording what's going on. My only fear with this is that a lot of people aren't being tested. And so there's tons of people that are undiagnosed with the actual virus and could be spreading it. So I think these numbers are low. I think the numbers will continue to increase. I think we are going to see more people getting sick because there's been that 14-day incubation period. And you think about how long this has been going on. I think we will see more people getting sick. I don't know how all that's going to play out, but that's just my personal opinion on what I think is going to happen. I think the numbers are really low. However, we've seen other viruses and diseases like this in the past. I've mentioned SARS and I've mentioned MERS. There was Ebola. We had MRSA. We have had this happen before, not to this scale, but we have been in a situation where we have seen a disease or in this case, a virus sweep across a nation, sweep across a continent, sweep across the world. And so this isn't the first time we've dealt with this. I have faith in the people that we have working to take care of this. And I'm not even talking about an administration. I'm talking about the medical professionals that are out there that are making sure that we do the things that we have been recommended to do. 
And the largest thing is this. If we have only one sixth of the population that gets severely sick, remembering that the United States is over 350 million, you can do the math. I mean, we're probably closer to 400 million now. If 20 or 16%, if it's one, if it's 20%, that means 20% of the population of that close to 400 million people, if we all went to the hospital that were infected at that number, the hospitals could not facilitate that many people going into the hospital at once. So that is where the fear comes in that more people will be infected than we have the ability to treat. And so that goes back into why the social distancing is so important. Now, it is something to take serious. I think we need to understand how serious it is, but I don't think we need to be fearful. Some of the people that are going out and purchasing everything, I think that that goes back to you're purchasing 27 different toilet papers and taking all the water and just doing all this crazy nonsense, in my opinion. I think you need to get enough to make sure that you can feed your family for two weeks. And then after that, then that's where we start until we start seeing other things. Now, with the sports events being shut down, that was a big deal. I think, you know, then New York has shut down all of the bars and restaurants. And I want to speak to that. We're out here in California and we have some local businesses. And I would tell you this, if there's a local restaurant that is out there in your local community, please support them. Please make sure that if you're going to go out, that you eat local at the local restaurants, the mom and pop places, because they are going to be hit hard by this. They are going to be hit very, very hard by this because you think about how many people frequent some of these places. And now that we're being confined to our homes, because that's what we should be doing, it's going to have a big impact on the business of those local business owners. And we, as a people, I think, you know, we can continue to order from some of those restaurants. I say, if you are going to order, then order from your local restaurants. Some of them will be delivering. Some of them, I think you can order and pick up some of the food. So please do not forget your local business owners during this time because they need us to continue to support their businesses because that is their livelihood. So if you have the ability to do that, please, please support your local businesses. Now, social distancing. So when I first heard this social distancing and social distancing is making sure that you're not, you know, six to 10 feet away from someone. If you are out in public, making sure that if you are feeling sick, you go see the doctor. And then when it comes to the masks, the masks are for sick people. Well, people do not need to wear the mask. They actually do not do anything for someone when they're well. Now, if you're coughing, if you're running a fever, if you're sneezing, anything like that, then make sure that you cover your mouth. But the social distancing piece is going to help minimize the transmission of the virus to other people. So I think bad as it may be or seem, it is a necessary thing that we have to do to continue to keep ourselves healthy and get through this. Now, the time horizon on the social distancing, I know that they were, you know, I've heard people say 30 days. I've heard some people say 15 days. I've heard some people say that we could be in this situation all the way until May. And, you know, we don't know. We're just going to have to play it by ear. This is one of the most uncertain times that I've ever lived in, in my adult life that I can remember. and. There is no magic certainty button that we can press to make sure or to feel like everything's going to be certain. I think we just need to kind of 
hurry up and wait and just play it by ear and stay close to your family at this time. As far as the market is concerned, I can't get in. Like, I think I've been thinking about this and I've wrestled with this on how to talk to people about the market and how to prepare people for the market. But at the end of the day, I don't believe that there's any person out there that is going to have the words that are going to comfort people during this time. We are going to experience market ups and market downs. We had experienced this in 2008. A lot of people can remember what happened in 2008, 2007. Some people can remember what happened in the early 2000s. We had a big stock market crash in 87. And all I'm saying is this. There is no one size fits all answer to what is going on in the market. I think I've heard many different opinions on this. You know, I've had some of my clients that actually call me and say, is this a good time to buy? I've had some clients and call me and ask, you know, should we be selling everything? And only thing I can do at this point for my clients and what I'm doing is I'm just giving them empathy. I'm letting them talk to me. I'm hearing them out. And I'm saying at this point in time, we're not going to make any drastic moves. Now, it is easy to be panicked. And I understand the panic because this is something that is unprecedented. We've never seen anything like this. And so the time of panic, yes, it is a time not to panic, but it's a time to be concerned. However, there's been no clear defined end to this. And there's been no method in which I would say, like, I don't feel like pulling your money out of the market is the thing that most people should do at this point. I think that most of the portfolios or all of the portfolios that I set up for my clients, you know, have some, I like to call it offense, defense, and special teams. And part of the portfolio in the, you know, in good times, in a bull market, I should say, when the market is going up, you know, we are playing offense. When the market is going down, we're playing defense. And those in-between times, we're going to have our special teams that are going to help that out. And that's the analogy that I like to use with my clients. I'm not saying that not to look at your accounts. If you want to look at your accounts, I think you should definitely take a look at your accounts. If you haven't heard from your advisor, please reach out to your advisor and talk to them about what their strategies are for you. But at this point in time, my strategy for my clients is just to be human. And yes, you're going to worry. And yes, you're going to have some thoughts and some doubts and some fears. And all I'm here to do is just to kind of say, you know what? Yes, I totally hear you. We're not going to do anything right now. It doesn't mean that we're not going to do anything ever. But at this point in time, three weeks into these market swings, ups and downs, it's just time to kind of sit back and just, I won't say enjoy the ride, but embrace the uncertainty. I can tell you one thing that there's no one out there that's going to, when these market conditions happen and they're unpredictable like this, yes, there is some stuff that happens with trade. Yes, I know that. I think we are all interconnected globally as it comes to our economies. What happened in China did affect us here. What's happening in other countries, in other manufacturing countries or other countries that we do business with is going to continue to have an impact on our economy globally. So it's not like there's some silver bullet, if you will, or some, you know, all you got to do is do this and it's going to work. It's not like that right now. I think it's one of those things that you want to have an open dialogue with the person that's managing your money and you want to make sure that they understand you as a human and understand your worries and your concerns and then just let them do their job. This is what you pay them for. These are the times when advisors really earn their money. So I think the market is 
crazy right now. And some of the stuff I think is a little premature. We've had some stuff happen with the Fed. And all I wanted to do is just let people know that we are paying attention to this. We are looking at it. It's just uncertain right now. It is very uncertain. Do I think the market is going to come back? Absolutely. I have no doubt about it. This is no different than any other market correction or downturn or things that we've had in that aspect. If you look at it and you're investing for the long term, this is where I want to talk to you. If you're investing for the long term, you're starting retirement and your retirement is going to be 20, 30, 40, 50 years. This will not be the last market downturn that you experience. It will not be the last market upswing that you experience. So all I'm saying is don't be so quick to pull the trigger to make some decisions now that will impact your investment and your investments for much longer than right now. I figure this thing, you know, if it was me, I'd say in about three months, well, things will look totally different. By the time June gets here, I think we'll have everything under control. I really think it'll be before then. However, I'm not the disease control expert. That's just not what I do. But wanted to get this out to everybody. And if there are questions or concerns that you have, please take this time to reach out to, you know, you can reach out to me directly at Emlyn at MinorityMoneyPodcast.com. I think I want to make myself available for people because not everybody's working with an advisor and some people are going to have questions about what they should be doing. And this is my way to be able to say, I am here to answer questions. You can send me that email again. It's going to be Emlyn at MinorityMoneyPodcast.com. Emlyn, that's E-M-L-E-N at MinorityMoneyPodcast.com. And I want to hear your questions. I don't have all the answers. And I'm not going to sit here and act like I have all the answers because I don't. This is a very different time. However, I am just as human as the next person and I can empathize with you. Not only are my accounts look just like yours. So I'm going through this not only as an advisor, but also as an investor. And what I want to say is I'll leave you with something that I always get from my good friend, Carl Richards. And he talks about the difference between investment return and investor return. We know that the market will come back. There was no doubt in anyone's mind that's ever had their money invested that the market is cyclical. This is the cycle that we're going through. We've had a long time of positive markets. So do not be weary when the markets go down because you loved every second of the positive markets. So I just try to hold on to that. Last time we had a bad market, we had about eight years, consecutive years of positive growth. So I'm not predicting positive growth for eight years. I'm not doing that. That's not what I'm doing. I'm just saying that if you look at the grand scheme of things, if you look at and take it in 10-year increments, the last 10 years from 2020 to 2010, we don't even capture 2008 in that. Just let that sink in. 2008 has been more than 10 years. And if we break this down into 10-year increments, where what's happened over the last 10 years, so 2010 to 2020, if we go from 2020 and go back to 20, 2000, We've had the whole thing with the Y2J. We had stuff that happened in the stock market in 01 when we had the World Trade Centers. So we've had a lot of different things happen. If you go 10 years back from there, from 2000 to 90, we had our fair share of stuff there. So just understand this is normal. Not necessarily normal in the way that it's happening, but it's normal for the markets to fluctuate in those any given 10-year period where you're going to see a large fluctuation. So we were due. 
And we can't predict these things. No one can. And if they say they are, can predict them, then most of the time they're not telling the truth. So all I wanted to do was get this episode out, talk to you about what COVID-19 is, the importance of social distancing and what's going on in the market. This is the Minority Money Podcast. I am your host, Emlyn Miles Mattingly, where we are changing the complexion of wealth. Until next time, stay safe, make sure you wash your hands and love your family. Another great showdown, but it doesn't have to stop there. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on whatever podcast app you're listening on now and give it a good rating, would you? If you feel really connected to the podcast, which I hope you do, find our Facebook community, Minority Money VIP, to support and be supported by others just like you. And again, we're glad to have you. While this podcast is meant to inspire and motivate you to live your best life, it can't be your complete one-stop shop. I know, I know, that really sucks. But I don't know anything about your specific situation. So please reach out to an attorney or CPA, or you can reach out to me, a financial planner, to help you with your specific situation. To get a hold of us, please reach us at fan at Minority Money Podcast. That's F-A-N at Minority Money Podcast so we can get to know you there. Thanks for being here. And until next time, 